Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing amazing. Today, we are talking about what to do when your partner has an involuntary career change. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. And my passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their lives. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting on into it. So partners involuntary career change. So this, of course, is usually not easy. Sometimes it can work out for the best, but oftentimes when something is involuntary and also a change... (laughs) It's challenging, right? So out of the gate, let's distinguish between one of two things. So when we're talking about an involuntary career change, are we talking about changing your career from one field to another? For example, if someone is in HR and they move to IT, so they've changed their career field. Or are we talking about a job change? So maybe you are a software developer and you go to another software development type of role within another organization. So to be clear, when I'm talking about an involuntary career change, I'm talking about the first one. So a career change where you're going from a different field or going from one field to a different field, right? So again, from HR to IT as an example. And this can happen for a lot of different reasons. It could be maybe there was an acquisition. So a new company comes in, buys the company that you're with, they move people around, and you are part of a career change move due to that acquisition. Second reason could be maybe there's a layoff situation where you're laid off, you're in HR, and you find yourself in more of an IT-focused role. And that example isn't super (laughs) great because it usually doesn't happen. However, I do have a good friend who did just that, not because of a layoff, but she moved from HR to IT. Number three, it could be because your partner goes to a new job and then that particular job changes once they start or even before they start. Not extremely common, but I've heard of it happening and it super sucks because basically you're hired into one thing and they're like, ha ha ha, just kidding. (laughs) And you're put into something else. Number four, it could be a reorg. So this is becoming more and more common as companies are changing as technology changes. They are moving people around and allocating their resources, people being one of the resources companies have to make more sense for the business. And then number five also could be part of a transformation. I have gone through more corporate transformations than I think is ideal. It can be really challenging and there's usually a lot of change that goes along with the transformation. However, when done correctly, it can get an entire organization jazzed and stoked to make a change and really pivot with the organization. When done wrong, it can do the exact opposite. All right, so a few things to consider if you find yourself in a situation where your partner has an involuntary career change or even you have found yourself in this particular situation. 
So five things to consider. Number one, you possibly could have a heightened stress level. You're learning a new role. You're learning something new more than likely if you are moved into a new career that could heighten stress levels. Well, and the reason that that's important to just be aware of, right, is when you're thrown into something different and new while exciting, it can also increase stress. And so just being aware of that, if you feel like you're a little bit extra on edge and you're like, I don't know, like what's going on lately, just more of a self-awareness situation. Number two, more than likely, you're going to have higher workload upfront. Again, you're learning, right? So it is not very common to change an entire career overnight and not have a pretty good learning curve ahead of you to do that. So you're going to be learning and because you're learning, but also more than likely responsible for doing a job, you may have a higher or larger workload in the very beginning. Number three, it's probably going to be super exciting. Even if you didn't want this change or your partner didn't want this change, I would still look at it as being a super exciting opportunity to try and learn something different. Number four, if this happens to your partner, more than likely they're going to be looking for some extra support, whether that is emotionally or helping out with errands or, you know, just shit around the house, whatever it might be. So just be aware of that. Their higher workloads, maybe heightened stress, and they may just need a little bit of extra support during this transition time. And then number five, they could be unhappy. And if you're in this role, maybe you're unhappy or maybe you need that extra support and maybe you don't. Maybe like, Steph, I'm single. Like, how can I get extra support? Family, friends, whoever is around you. I know asking for help isn't always easy. However, when we do have that bigger workload and higher stress and still everything else to do back home. And if we don't have a partner, we need to figure out a way to ask for help or to balance it out a little bit, right? The next section I want to go over is questions to ask yourself or uh, your partner, or if you just are really good friends with someone who's in this situation, right? doesn't have to be a partner to really make sure that this is a good fit and it's the right kind of change. So I have 12 questions to ask yourself, your person, your partner, your bestie, whoever. Number one, how am I doing or how are you doing? If it's you, obviously, it's how am I. If it's someone you know, simply asking, how are you doing? This question, when asked genuinely, has exponentially built my relationships. Because when I ask someone, how are you doing? And it's not like in passing, like you're in the hallway and you see an acquaintance and it's like, hey, Bob, how's it going? Good, you? Good. And like, you're both like, no one slows down. You just keep going. It's super awkward, right? That's not what I'm talking about. Sitting down face to face, looking someone in the face, maybe you're on FaceTime or whatever the Android version of that is, or you're on the phone and just genuinely, how are you doing? More often than not, if you ask it in a genuine way, you're going to get a very genuine response. Number two, what kind of challenges are you or this person facing? Number three, what are they liking about this new change? Number four, what don't you like about this change? And you know me, you know me. I'm a list person. (laughs) If you need to list this out, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, make a list. So what do you like? What don't you like? Or what doesn't this person who you know, what don't they like? Number five, how does this new job or new career make you feel or make me feel? And really take a moment and dial in to this question. I know I've talked about this question in the past and I know I've shared this, but I will share it again for years and decades. I'll I'll date myself, decades. (laughs) 
I never focused on how I felt about anything. It was mostly like, what needs to get done? What do I need to do to get it done? And then go do the thing. However, when someone actually asks me stuff, how does that make you feel? And literally my response is like, it doesn't matter. I have to just go do the things, right? (laughs) And they're like, no, 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 no. But how does doing that thing make you feel? And I was like, oh shit. Because when I actually slowed down and stopped running around like a lunatic trying to get all this stuff done and I paused and actually like thought about my own feelings about all this stuff that I thought I had to do. Y'all, let me tell you, what you think is important, once you attach your feelings to it, it will change. If you aren't doing it already, do it. Your to-do list will change. Number six, are you satisfied with your new role? This is really important. Job satisfaction is a major factor in how happy you are at work, how happy you are at home, and making sure that you're in a role that you actually want to stay in. Number seven, are you being challenged enough? So oftentimes we correlate satisfaction with being challenged. Uh, So six and seven kind of go hand in hand, but they're slightly different. But you want to make sure that you are being adequately challenged. You don't want to be so challenged where you feel like you are never going to be able to accomplish anything, but you also don't want to go into work every day and do the things and leave and feel like you're not doing anything to accomplish a particular goal. Number eight, what impact are you having? So every job should have an impact on business outcomes. So on business goals. I know as a recruiter, I'm having a direct impact impact on hiring the right people who can usually go build a certain thing, whether they are a sales team building out, you know, different customer accounts, or maybe it is hiring software developers to literally code and build something. Maybe it is hiring someone to physically go hammer to nails to build something, right? Usually recruiters are hiring people to build and or maintain things in various capacities, but you should know the impact, right? Or maybe you're a recruiter hiring marketing folks to market and sell the things that the rest of the people that your other teammates are hiring are building, right? Whatever that case might be for you. You need to know how your role is impacting the business. If your role has no impact on the business, you probably won't have a role for very long. (laughs) Like, I hate to be like joking about it, but companies typically aren't paying for employees that don't help in some way, right? Number nine, do you feel fulfilled? This can be really hard because oftentimes people are attaching accomplishments and achievements to this feeling of fulfillment. Where that gets tricky is if you have a really long timeline for your goal achievement, right? Maybe your goal is to bring on $1 million customer every single quarter. So that's a 12-week sales process, right? On average. So every single day, even every single week, even every single month, you're not necessarily fulfilling that goal. You could that particular day, that particular month, that particular quarter, but odds are you're not. So does the process, the day-to-day work that is getting you to that goal Does that fulfill you? Number 10, how is the company culture? Has it changed? How does it align to who you are? Oftentimes, if we have a career change, sometimes, 
I shouldn't say often, sometimes there is a company culture change as well. So make sure that that company culture still aligns with who you are and what you're looking for. Number 11, has your manager changed? If so, how is that new relationship? Is it a positive one? Is it one that makes you happy and excited to go to work? And number 12, what are some potential job opportunities? So oftentimes, if we're making a career change, we want to look forward and look at what are those job opportunities in the future? What do those look like? And is that growth path or that growth trajectory one that you want to be on? All right. I hope you found this episode helpful and valuable. If you have a topic you want me to cover, head over to the Google survey below. Fill it out. I would love to help out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here, listening to the show, supporting it, supporting me, letting me be me. I really do appreciate it. You can find the show notes below or at staffdennis13.com. If you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. You can support the show via PayPal or Anchor. Both links are below. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment, super quick, leave a rating and or review. Really helps. And I love, love, love reading them. (laughs) They, They genuinely make me so happy. So huge shout out, huge thank you to everyone who has done so. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Steph Dennis 13 at the podcast, specifically on Instagram and LinkedIn at Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.